I am delighted to welcome you to episode 5 of the Lifestyle Emporium podcast, Connection, Creativity and Faith as an Antidote to Fear. My name is Ellen Meyer. This is your new gathering place, a hub of fresh encounters, inspiration, courage and life skills that will help you realize and fulfill the purpose that you have been created for while living in joy and abundance throughout the journey. In this interactive conversational lifestyle podcast, I would like to accompany you, my friend, wherever you are, whether you are out for a walk, in a traffic jam, doing the laundry, or scrolling the net for encouragement. Listen, reflect, interact, and connect with me. It is my hope that I could truly add value to your life, and it is my way of giving back what so many wonderful mentors and friends have poured into my life through the years. It is March of 2020 and these are historic days. It is astounding how much can change in a month or even a day for that matter. It feels like almost overnight the world is coming to a standstill. The spread of the highly contagious coronavirus has escalated dangerously. So much that major cities are under quarantine. Nationally and internationally, people are sent home from businesses and schools on enforced social isolation in an attempt to curb the spread. Borders have been closed and flights cancelled. National and international travel has been banned in many countries. Sadly, many restaurants and shops have been forced to close. I have to wonder, when was the last time in history so many families have been under the same roof at the same time? Considering this current uncertain climate, where fear threatens to close in, I would like to share in this podcast how to use careful planning to let creativity and faith rule our days. The past few years, I became aware of how the anxiety of an overfull schedule and unrealistic ambitions affected individuals and by default, their families. I myself became entangled in life's busyness and experienced the backlash of busy. Fortunately, although I did not know this at the time, A series of unplanned events led us into spacious places and granted us time to view life from a different vantage point. A step back from the busy made me painstakingly aware of how the hurry sickness that gripped not only our family but the world gave rise to anxiety and strained or broken relationships. And then, just like that, a large part of the world has been slowed down drastically by the highly contagious and destructive coronavirus. It is truly surreal and though my heart is heavy about the terror of the disease and the devastation that it has caused, something extraordinary has happened. We have been given a gift, the gift of time. Now if you are anything like me, this gift is a double-edged sword. Suddenly, a world of opportunities has been opened up. Oh, the possibilities! Family outings, memory making, organizing, DIY and creative projects that have been sitting on the shelf. Plenty of opportunities for learning and coaching and reading books. Where to start? What is most important and what is not? You see what I mean? It is both wonderful and overwhelming. We risk exhaustion just thinking about it all. With this wonderful prospect of time, I risk starting many different projects and leaving them unfinished. That was my realization for day one. And then I took a deep breath and realized that plans need to be made if anything was going to get done in the Meyer household. 
Just a side note here. I know that not everyone is a productivity freak, and I wouldn't want you to be, but it is worth noting that we have a unique window of opportunity here, and I think we should make it count. On a more serious side, though I am quite good at focusing on the bright side, when we found out that the virus was closing in on us here in Switzerland, I will be honest with you, I definitely had a few sleepless nights. Every time any of us coughed or sneezed, my heart leapt in fear. It required intentional effort not to let my mind wander down the dark place of fear. I did not buy toilet paper in bulk, but I stocked up on vitamins and superfoods. The mama bear in me emerged, wanting to protect my home, all the while knowing how little control I actually have. Friend, I do not know how you cope with your thoughts of worry and concern, but I find a place of solitude to think and pray. It is out of these moments that order, peace, creativity and faith arise for me. The antidote to fear is faith. Faith is a belief in those things we hope for but is yet unseen. We cling to our faith for healing and protection. We cling to our faith that great things will come out of this pandemonium as families have time to get to know each other again, that during this time of darkness, seeds of restoration will form and grow into renewed relationships and a revival of romance in stale marriages, of parents reconnecting with their children in a profound way. And I am convinced that this is the birth of a new creative movement because we are made to be resilient, resourceful and innovative. So let us create and innovate. Here is an outline of my action plan to wring absolutely every bit of wonderful out of this time that we have been given. I have divided it into three phases. A time to connect, a time of planning and preparation and a time to play. A time to connect. What a magnificent occasion for families to reunite and truly connect again. However, let us not be naive about our new reality. For a minimum of about four to six weeks, most of us are going to spend time together in smaller groups and smaller spaces. Many of us will fit study, homeschooling, work, dining, recreation in a relatively small proximity. We also have to, without panicking, Think ahead with regards to meal planning and groceries and activities. But most importantly, we may be faced with relational challenges. So let us use this as a starting point. Number one, our thoughts and our words matter. Positivity, optimism and faith will need to replace panic and fear. And this is the first and most essential utensil in your toolbox. I do not mean the kind of positivity where we lie to ourselves or pretend that fear is not real. I do mean that in every situation, hope and gratitude needs to reign. This is a deliberate mindset that we may need to clothe ourselves in every day. Number two, if ever there was a time for a family meeting, this is it. I highly recommend talking calmly and openly about the reality of the situation. Encourage each person to talk about what they have on their heart, talk about fears, disappointment, hopes and plans, make a point to tell each other how much you love them. These moments are precious. Love, grace and consideration for each other need to be the order of the day and should set the standard for how each moment should be lived. Resolve together to make this a wonderfully memorable time.
Number three, manage expectations and don't let arguments catch you by surprise. Be proactive. Suddenly, everyone is at home, all at the same time. We can no longer hide behind work, busy schedules, play dates and activities. We are going to be in each other's faces all day long. Furthermore, there is this little matter of expectations. Mum expects that dad will finally hang up the picture frames while dad actually wants to fix his bike and Junior is fully expecting that this is the time for an endless movie marathon. Naturally, this is a breeding fest for disappointment. Before this chain reaction commences, give everyone an opportunity to talk and get a realistic perspective on expectations and who will do what. Find a way for everyone to feel that they are heard and considered. If, during this time, already strained relationships reach a crucial level, don't give up on each other. Please make the effort to take advantage of reliable online counselling or coaching and use this time to communicate, to heal and to become whole again. A finance conversation needs to be had. Many families will be affected by reduced working hours. It may be wise to adjust the usual budget and perhaps have a brainstorming session about creative ways to save or create more income. Number 5. Date night does not have to die. Make sure that the kids go to bed on time and then make an effort to spend quality time together. Talk about how you can take turns with responsibilities so that each person is still able to have some time to themselves. In the Connect section, we anticipate and identify issues that may arise so that we can prepare ourselves and our family to best handle this predicament practically and emotionally. Do you know why? Because this has the potential for us to emerge even stronger than ever before. In the next section, I'm going to talk about planning and preparation. Planning and preparation is going to be the second most useful implement in your toolbox. Trust me, it does not need to be rigid and inflexible. But hear me out. We do not know how long this time of isolation and quarantine will last. At the moment, there is a sense of excitement as many of us have been given a mini holiday. But there is the possibility that the novelty and the excitement of week one may not last. It is important that life is still lived with intention. The kids still need to learn, we still need to get work done, and in a time of so much uncertainty, creating some form of routine and structure will add a sense of security and certainly a greater level of productivity. After we revel in the novelty of the first few days of being able to sleep in and slouch around in pyjamas, here is how I suggest we design our life to be both fruitful and fun. Number 1. Create a daily schedule. Get up at the same time daily. Put on some mascara and lip gloss and get dressed with intention. If you are a parent, you will likely need to create a structure for the family. Start by creating a daily schedule by the hour and an outline of the week and month ahead. Before we go on holiday, even non-list makers have lists and make at least a few arrangements in advance. So let's pretend you are going on holiday. Grab a planner and let's get started. Include in the daily schedule a time for reflection and meditation. This is usually the time I spend on my morning devotion and planning my day. And what better time to start journaling than now? Let me just say that this is also a very useful practice for your children. Realistically. 
you may need some additional time to prepare the kids' projects before they start working. When they have to wait around too long, it may create boredom and frustration. In the daily schedule, include planning mealtimes, coffee breaks, schoolwork, your personal projects, free time, moments of creativity, exercise, media, and times to connect as a family. Schedules are used to create stability for what we do most of the time. This way, when you introduce a spontaneous activity, like an afternoon off, a trip to the beach, or a family hike, it is appreciated so much more. You already know this, but here is a big reminder to use media to your advantage. Use it sparingly as rewards or maximize it to keep the kids occupied to get your personal projects done. Number two, let the list making begin. According to your daily or weekly plan, make a list of the things that you will need. But before you pop those items in the online shopping cart, take an inventory of the grocery cupboard, your art supplies, the toy cupboard. You may find that you already have some supplies stashed away. Oh, and while we are on the list building point, make music playlists or movies to watch and books to read list. This will create a sense of excitement for what is to come. Number three, shopping. Wherever possible, shop local and support small businesses who are under so much strain and at risk of going under. Avoid overspending and emotional shopping. Number four, create weekly highlights. Have things to look forward to. When planning mealtimes, create theme nights and make favorite dishes. You could even get dressed up, set the table, light some candles and put on some music. This is the season for fun, colorful spring picnics and eating outdoors. Other weekly highlights could be movie nights with popcorn and pizza or pancakes on rainy days. My next point ties in with this one. Number five, let creativity rule. Explore and try some of the things you've never had time to do. Painting, photography, knitting or sewing. Write a story or your first blog post. Have competitions. See who can come up with the most inventive and artistic project. We may not be able to travel, but now we have no excuse to organize our photo albums, either digitally or printed. And you could even create a scrapbook. Number six, create connection. Include the kids in meal and activity planning sessions. Have family spa sessions, complete with face masks and massages and do exercise together. Start gardening, plant seeds or flowers, or do a do-it-yourself project together. These are all fun connection points. There are also many wonderful online fitness tribes, craft groups, and online resources which could help keep you connected. And how about, let's get back to the art of letter writing. Staying in touch with loved ones in a thoughtful manner will be a source of great joy. Number seven. Spring clean. It is the season, my friends. Tackle room by room, clear the clutter, organize and purge. Maybe there are even some items that you can share with those in need. Number eight, assign dedicated spaces for activities. To avoid friction, determine sections of the house for work and play. Work at the desk or table, not at the sofa. Eat at the dining area. Play in designated areas. In our home, to avoid the entire house to be covered in Legos, I have a Lego building section in Noah's room 
and also a small area in the living room where he is allowed to build. Number nine, include the entire family in housework and chores. Let each person take ownership for particular areas and tasks and come up with imaginative rewards. Number 10, support and encourage others. This should actually be my number one. If you are healthy, find out if you could do groceries, deliver a meal or support someone in need. If this is not possible, make an effort to send messages, write notes, arrange Skype calls and remain in contact, especially with our elderly family members and those who may be isolated. There are even websites being created where you could donate money for some of these causes. While many of us are at home, health and other professionals are risking their own health and working overtime to take care of those in need. Reflect if there is something we can do to lighten their loads or add joy to their day. A time to play. In this final section, I would like to remind you to be fully present and treat this time with childlike fun. Live, dance, embrace, be grateful, play. Life rolls on, it waits for no one. There is no way to rewind what is lost or even fast forward to a more desired time. We should live in a way as not to look back in regret or wish time away. It does not help to speculate too much about what might happen or live with reckless abandon with little regard for others. In fact, the opposite. Let us live thoughtfully, significantly, in a way that will leave a positive imprint on future generations. I acknowledge that we may have different views on faith, but in times like these, we become aware of the fragility of life, the brevity and preciousness of it. Our vulnerability reminds me that we have been created. We are not the ultimate creator of our fate and future. Let love rule our hearts and minds as we navigate this season. The decisions we make on a daily basis matter. So let us treasure each moment and make the most of them, knowing that these days will most certainly be recorded in the history books. We have arrived at the end of this episode. This little workshop is meant to serve as an inspiration, a mere starting point, to make the most out of this time for your unique family situation. In resume, use this as a time of deep connection, during which we proactively anticipate and identify issues that may arise so that we can best plan and prepare for what is ahead. And then we can be fully present to have plenty of moments of laughter and play. I don't know about you, but I am going to live by faith mixed with a little planning and creativity and take full advantage of this peculiar yet precious moment in time. Let me know how it goes and what life lessons you are learning. Connect with me on social media, on Instagram at Lifestyle Designer on Insta or on Facebook at The Lifestyle Emporium Tribe or visit www.thelifestyleemporium.ch which offers both learning experiences and personal mentorship. Until next time, friends.